Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries. Today we're going to talk about pursue your purpose. That's right, pursue your purpose. I recently purchased my second ebook on our website, um, which is under RCN Ministries. And the name of this book is Purpose Driven Wombs, W-O-M-B-S, Purpose Driven Wombs. And it lays out the different principles and protocols to truly coming into and walking in your purpose that is designed and only given by God. So on today's podcast, we will be speaking about pursue your purpose. You were created on purpose by God's design. You are not a mistake. God created you by design to bring glory to his name. So many people go through life unfulfilled, functioning, but never fulfilling their purpose. This leaves a void that can never be filled as there is always an unfulfilled passion that was never achieved nor brought into fruition. Your purpose was already predestined according to Jeremiah 1 and 5. And that reads, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So even before God had even formed us, In our mother's womb, he already knew us. He had already consecrated us before we were born, and he had already appointed or predestined us to be a prophet to the nations. In Psalms 139 and 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. Isn't that an awesome thought to just know the intimate passions that he took his time and he knitted us together our inward parts when he formed those what are in our inward parts it's our hearts our minds everything that makes us unique fearfully and wonderfully made that's who we are those inward parts God created you and I to live a life on purpose and a life of purpose everything he placed in you was created to be a blessing to others once you truly identify and recognize your purpose you can walk fully in your purpose you are chosen and handpicked by God your purpose is secure in God The Lord knew you before he formed you. So there is nothing that you've done and you've never gone so far that God cannot reach you. God knows everything about you. He knows every intricate detail about you. He knows your past. He knows your pain. He knows your mistakes. He knows your sins. He knows everything. And still yet, he still loves us. You are chosen and handpicked by God. 
and your purpose is secure in God. And God holds our hearts in his hands. God loves us unconditionally. No matter what we've done and no matter where we've come from. You did not choose me according to John chapter 15 and verse 16. And it reads, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. My God, listen to that. Think about that. The Lord is saying, you never chose me, but I chose you. And when I chose you, I appointed you that you may bear fruit. Oh, my God. And this fruit that we bear is to bring glory to his name. All the honor, all the praise, all the glory, all the recognition belongs to God. None of it belongs to us. Isaiah 44 and chap chapter 44 and verse 2 says, Thus says the Lord who made you, who formed you from the womb and will keep you. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen, my Lord. When you walk in your purpose that has been given to you by God, it will always bear fruit. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 says, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Whatever God has started in your life, he's going to bring it into fruition. He's going to bring it into completion. Whatever work in our lives God starts, he brings it to pass into completion. Exodus chapter 9 and verse 16 says, But for this purpose, I have raised you up to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. Someone listening this morning needs to understand that you are living by God's design. God is raising you up even in this hour and he's going to bring glory to his name by loving you past your pain, by bringing you to a place of total deliverance, total healing, total freedom. He's going to set you free and then he's going to love on you and restore you back to him. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28 says, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over everything that's living, that moves on the earth. God had already given us dominion in the beginning. In the beginning, when he formed us out of the dust, he formed man, Adam, and he put Adam to sleep and he took one of his ribs 
and he formed a helpmate, Eve. Let me tell you something. Dominion was given to us before the garden. God always creates the environment before he puts the inhabitants in there with dominion to occupy. Understand this today. When you begin to walk in your purpose, it will always bring glory to God. Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So many have so many plans that have not come into fruition that have not materialized, that have not manifested. Ask yourself, is it a part of the purpose that God had planned for your life? When we're walking contrary to the purpose that God created each and every one of us to have and to walk in and to function in, to bring glory to his name, we will always have a fight. We will always have to make things happen rather than it run smoothly. When you walk in your purpose and I walk in my purpose in God, everything begins to fall into place by God's design. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9 and it says, The heart of man's plan is his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. No matter what we plan, men and women, listen. Our plans, if they're not his plans, it will not be established. Only what we do for God will last. Only what we do for Christ will last. And it will be established in him and through him. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9 says, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. My God, we have to give glory to God. Everything that we have, God has just made us stewards of what he's given. It does not belong to us. We need to learn to take our hands off of things. And we need to realize that it's not ours. We're just stewards. We're just stewarding what God has given because everything belongs to him and we are just stewards of the things of God. Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. That is also in Proverbs chapter 16, but in verse 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31 says, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever we do, let us always give glory to God. We need to get away from this I mentality or me, me, me. I, 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 it's never about us. But God is using our story in order to bring glory to his name. On where he's bought us from, what he's bought us from. And how he is using us to reach, to impact, and to transform lives of other men and women. Ponder on this in our closing. We must be still. How do we pursue our purpose? These are key. We must be still. When we're still, we seek the Lord continually. 
according to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, which says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and then these things shall be added unto you. What things? Your purpose. Within your purpose, it is always going to be something that you're good at. It's always going to be something that you desire to do. It's always going to be something that you do when others sit back and say, oh my goodness, she's so good at this or he's so good at this. How are they doing it? Why? Because it's on. It's your purpose by God's design. When we be still, listen to God as we seek him. Seek the Lord. And when we seek him, we will find him. According to Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. That says, ask, seek, and knock. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Remember these principles. Be still. Seek the Lord. Be mindful of distractions. Be intentional about every decision. Be present, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And be led by God alone. Stop allowing people to dictate who you are in God and what God has called you to. There are so many bipolar Christians, it breaks my heart to see people that are doing so many different things, but still not walking in their God-giving purpose. Why is this? It's literally because they really don't know who they are. So they constantly are going around and they're trying to find what fits what what do they think they're supposed to be doing and we need to stop this madness it's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over but expecting a different result it is an insanity so we even in the church we need to understand this be led by god god will lead us to our purpose how do we get to that we must pursue god to in order to pursue our purpose because it's only found in him. I'm going to leave you and close with these 10 things. Number one, explore the things you love to do and what comes easy to you. That's your purpose speaking to you. Ask yourself what, quali what qualities you enjoy expressing the most. You know why? That's your purpose speaking to you. The third thing, you can create a life purpose statement. What do you desire to do that will help others? That's purpose speaking to you. The fourth thing, follow what is in your heart and what it is telling you. That's purpose speaking to you. The fifth thing, be clear about your life purpose. Know without a shadow of a doubt what your purpose is. When you pursue it, you will find it in God. And once you are able to identify your purpose, walk in your mandate. The sixth thing is conduct a purpose um, test or you can write down something, um, get a notepad or get a get a spiral notebook and begin to write different things that you're passionate about. That's a that's that's the way you can conduct kind of a passion test. What am I passionate about? What are the things that call out to me? What, what causes my spiritual baby to kick and to leap in my womb? That's purpose talking to you. The seventh thing, think about the times you've experienced the greatest joy in your life. What were you doing when it happened? 
That's your purpose speaking to you. Number eight, follow this, follow an example such as this one that is um, a way for you to find your purpose. Your purpose will always align with your greatest passions. And remember, your greatest passions are the very things that God has woven and knitted within your spiritual DNA. As my book says, within your purpose-driven womb that is always going to speak to you. That's purpose speaking to you. The ninth thing is, align your goals with your life purpose and your passions. When you begin to align your goals, the things that God is telling you, the things that God is showing you um, for your purpose, it will always reflect back on the different passions that you have because passion and purpose are coupled together for the glory of God. The 10th thing is now pursue your true purpose in God. When we begin to pursue our true purpose in God and his identity is revealed and who he has created us to be for all mankind, God begins to pour out his love, his compassion, his mercy, his forgiveness on all men. He begins to use your life to be that lighthouse that, that, that is bringing the ships in from the, the stormy seas. Those that have been lost, he's bringing in the prodigals. He's bringing in all these people. Why? Because they begin to see something in you that they haven't seen before. And they begin to identify and say, oh my, for surely they have been with God. For surely there's something different about them. Let your purpose lead you to who God wants you to be in him. And that purpose is always found in your passion. Remember, passion and purpose are coupled together. I want to encourage someone on today. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. I know many times many have been discouraged in this pandemic. In 2020, it was a rough year for so many people. But God was strategic about what he was doing. Because when the church was open, the people would not go. Many people would not go into a church because of the things they've seen, the things they've heard, and many have been church hurt. So you know what happened? The church doors were open. But the people would not come. So you know what? I began to hear the Lord say in early in 2020, when this pandemic first hit, the Lord began to say, but if I shut the doors, what will my church do? Huh? What will my bride do? His bride, his authentic bride, that are prepared, that keep the oil burning in their lamps, that are ready to meet the bridegroom, his bride, his church, are those that they don't need the building, they don't need people to, to, to lay hands, to tell them anything. Why? Because they're in pursuance of God. We're in pursuance of God. We've gotten to a place that God, all I want is you. God, I just want you. God, and if I have to be in a cave, God, I'll find you there. If I've got to go in the pit, 
God, I can find you there. God, if I've got to be in the prison, God, I can find you there. Uh, if I have to be like Paul and Silas in the jailhouse, if I have to be like Daniel in the lion's den, God, I'll still yet find you there. My God. So let this word encourage you on today. And I just want to say a short prayer before we close out this podcast on today. Lord, I ask that everyone that's listening to this podcast this morning, Lord, that they begin to awaken with a desire, a hunger like the woman with the issue of blood, where they begin to pursue their purpose, that they begin to desire more than anything else to truly know you intimately, to become one with you, to come to a place of repentance and to say, God, I need you. Lord, I need you to come into my life, come into my heart. God, I need you to mold me. I need you to make me. God, I need you to make me over again. God, that I truly know that you are the living son of God. God, and I ask you to just receive me this day. Receive me this day. And God, as I begin to awaken to who I am in you, God, and awaken to my purpose in you, God, I will forever pursue you. Lord, let them begin to cry out, cry out in one voice, in one sound. God, I am in pursuance of you, God. God, let me pursue you with everything I have, every part of me is crying out in pursuance of you. God, I just want to please you. God, I just want to please you. Lord, I want you to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on in. When it's all said and done, God, I want to know that I've poured out everything that you've given me for your people. God, I want to know without a shadow of a doubt that, God, you are pleased with me, Father. So, Father, even now, even now, those that are hurting, God, those that are wounded, those that are battling in their minds, those that are sick from infirmities, God, I release healing right now. God, I release restoration right now. Father, God, go into their inward parts, God. And begin to clean out all of the residue, God. All of the things that they've gone through. God, breathe upon them. Even now, God, even now, God, breathe upon them. God, your people are hungry for a move of God. Lord, your people are desperate. Because there's so much going on right now. Lord, they need your love now more than ever before. God, wrap them in your loving arms and love on them. Father, love them past their pain, past their brokenness, past their wounds, God. Father, God, for every gaping wound, Father, Lord, dig it out, God. Lord, and fill it with your love, God, your compassion, your healing. Restore and renew them, God. Father, so they can walk out this last 
hours in their lives. At every age, God, renew them. Raise them up, Father. Raise them up in this hour, God. Lord, I see a Gideon's army. God, what you're getting ready to do in this hour, it's not going to take 10,000. God, it's only going to take a 300 men and women that are desperate for you, God. Oh, God, help them, Jesus. Father, I thank you and I glorify you. I honor you, God. Father, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the honor. And God, we give you all the praise. In your precious Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Thank you all for taking the time this morning for listening. And for joining in on Let's Talk About It podcast today. And I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries. And it has been a privilege and an honor to get on here and to serve. And to love on you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Until next Wednesday.